looking, 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 looking for revenge. All summer 16, all summer 16, playing dirty, not clean. Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team. All in the same thing, all rapping one thing, looking for revenge. To do what you couldn't do. Tell Obama that my verses are just like the whips at the end, they bulletproof. Minus 20, we in Pitfield at K's Kitchen and a Canada Goose. Famous as fuck, but I'm still in the cut when they round up the truce. I'm just a sicko, a real sicko when you get to know me, nigga. I let the diss record drop, you was staying right below me, nigga. We must have played it a hundred times, you was going to bed. Why would I put on a vest? I expect you to aim for the head. I could have killed you the first time. You don't have to try and say it louder, nigga. Trust me, heard you the first time. It's nothing personal. I would have done it to anyone. And I blame where I came from. And I blame all my day ones. You know chubs like Draymond. You better hope not say none. Them boys, they're a handful. Then I hit them with the high line. Chris Breezy with the dance moves. Mo G with the dance moves. Ad Boy with the dance moves. Jimmy Hendrix with the solo. Those are strings that you can't pull. Yeah, and I can really dish it out. Come and get it from the source. Don't fuck with all the word of mouth. Go to state, running practice at my house, nigga. What am I about? You gon' really feel it now. I'm out here looking for revenge. All summer 16. All summer 16. Playing dirty, not clean. Out front for a season, looking like a damn football team. All rapping one thing. Looking for revenge. All right, everybody. We are here at the Hustle Hour. I am Mike. And I'm Diane. And today we have a special guest for you today. We told you last week that we we're going to have a special guest. His name is DJQ, and welcome to the studio, DJQ. Let's go. Let's go. So uh, welcome to our show. Uh, you have been a supporter since day one. We wanted to bring you on the show because, you know, you're someone that uh, in this community, um, everybody loves you. You're beloved by every single person. Um, you have helped us a long way in our journey in, in business. And uh, we wanted to bring you on and, and hear your story and hear what you have to say. Um, you know, anybody that knows you knows that you have a lot to say because you're a DJ. <laughs> and your perspective, I think it's very important for uh, people to hear uh, your story and your perspective. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yes, sir. So, uh, so, so tell me, you were, you, you were, you always, you're always sending me messages um, and you know, telling me that, you know, you're listening to the show and that uh, certain things jump out at you. And I was just wondering what, what attracts you to the show and, and what, what do you like to listen to? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's funny. I'm a DJ. You would think I listen to music, but I actually shower to comedy and drive to podcasts. So if I'm in the car, I'm going to listen to someone else talk. I'm taking a shower. I'm listening to someone else talk. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I I love content like the ones you guys provide. Um, and you know what really stuck out to me when I first tuned in. Obviously, I'm going to support once I heard you guys had a podcast. Um, but you, you spoke about account accountability, and you spoke about consistency with self, and you spoke about reflecting. And you know, I actually stole a line from you one time at the gym. <laughs> um. You were like, I'm trying to get rid of the old me. That old guy is dead to me. I don't know that person anymore, right? Right. Um, and yeah, dude, after that, I, I was hooked. I was hooked. So whenever I am doing well and want, or feeling good, I should say, um, I tune in just to keep the energy flowing and know that I'm moving right. And then when I feel down, I tune in for the same reason, to get the energy flowing to pick up. So, 
yeah, man, that's what attracted me to the show, and um, that's yeah. why I tune in. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, we first met, um, you know, we were opening, uh, we have a steakhouse, and we were opening our steakhouse back up again, and we were thinking of different ideas um, of how to get it open and what to do, so we wanted to do some events. And, uh, you know, we came across you because you, um, I'm, I'm hearing double myself very loud. Um, so we came across you uh, because you, you DJed a wedding for us that the actual, the client booked. And that's yes. how we got to meet. And uh, yes. when I, I, I've had so many different DJs that we've had to work with. And, you know, a lot of the times, either they're unprofessional, they're, you know, they're not on time. I have to have a table for them. I have to do things for them. And it, it, they make it very hard for me to work with them or Diane to work with them. And, and when you came in, you were super professional. Everything was, you were already one step ahead of me. I knew right away that you're somebody that I wanted to work with because I like working with professionals. I like working with people who are into their craft and what they do. So you helped us um, in a huge way to get Garlic back on its feet after COVID. So first off, I want to thank you. But then oh, also, yeah, you know, lot. it's so easy for you to stand out because you are super professional and you are very, very good at what you do. So tell me, how did you get start in the DJ? Did you always want to always wanted to do this? I mean, how did it all start? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, appreciate the recognition, man. It means a lot. Um, I always strive for not only uh, clear communication, um, but punctuality, dude, it's huge. You know, having a, a background in retail and a background in business, um, being on time and being ready is, yeah, it's, it's what I live by. Um, but anyways, yeah, what got me started actually was uh, doing events, doing events. Um, a gentleman who actually worked for me, I mentioned I worked retail, a gentleman who actually used to work for me uh, was a DJ. Okay. So the one day we just had work talking about music and I said, you know, I, I'm always the guy with the aux cord. My friends, uh, shout out to Manny and, and Ariel, or always into music, or always providing me with music. I want to give it a shot. He said, yeah, come on over. I go over his house, taught me how to mix. A week later, calls me, said, hey, I have a friend who has a DJ board, you know, the controller, basically what, you know, we don't use, I, I don't use turntables, but what looks, you know, the buttons and everything. Right, right, right. It says, I have a friend with a controller for sale. I said, hey, I'll pick it up, dude, 100 bucks, why not? And um, yeah, just started DJing for friends, families, family members, neighbors, um, and I I picked it up. I knew how to DJ, and I, it was just a craft. It was just for fun, like right. I said, friends and family. And then I started working with some other gentlemen, some other fellas that had a business called Nation of Creators, um, where we would travel the country essentially, essentially highlighting talent, um, whether it was in the fashion industry, modeling, photography, videography, music, um, any form of creativity or form of expression, mm -hmm. we would hold these showcases highlighting them. Um, well, at the one showcase, I was already hosting. I had the DJ controller. Shit, let me DJ. You know what I mean? So, right. and, and then that's what gave me the confidence and kind of um, the reassurance that, oh, wait, I can do this. Right. So, again, kept that as a craft, kept that as a hobby, just for the business, mm -hmm. right? We um, actually traveled and did a show in California, and I, was, I got a video where I'm at the airport with the controller just mixing in the airport, connected to like a, like a, like a JBL Bluetooth right, right, speaker. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it was a blast. But, um, yeah, so I saw that I was good at it. I saw that people were responding to me well. And then I decided to say, um, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. So in 2021, I left my full-time job in retail and um, decided to pursue a career as an um, entertainer. 
That's right, because I remember when you came into Garlic, and it, it was a great meeting, and it was after, so I'm like, you were wonderful, everything was so great, and of course, you were so professional, like, I have, and I have so many different things to do, so it's so nice to have someone who can just take care of everything that they're doing, so it's one less thing for me to worry right. about, and at the end, you were like, yeah, I'm really thinking about pursuing this full time and leaving my job, my girl's an event planner, and like, we're really thinking about doing this. And it's just, and now you are. Yeah, so that wedding was October 22, 2021. I remember it because my birthday is October 23. So my birthday was the next day after the, I believe it was, ah, uh, oh man. Shout out to uh, Lindsay, Lindsay and, and David. David. Yes, uh, correct. Beautiful wedding. Um, and, um, a month after that encounter was when I quit my job, Black Friday. So again, I come from retail, and funny story was, my first day in retail was Black Friday. And um, my last day in retail was Black Friday. So awesome. <laughs> so, we, so we talk a lot about about fear on this show, and, yeah. and when you make a jump like that, you quit your job, right? So you're gonna quit your job, I'm gonna start this career, I'm gonna DJ, what, were you scared? What were you facing that, you, you know, what were the questions you were asking yourself yeah. and how did you get over them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, the, the first fear or concern that came to mind when I was making the decision was financially, right? Could I support my, not only my cost of living, but my style of living doing this uh, full time? And um, I just, I formulated a budget. I proved to myself that I can do it mm -hmm. and it made the decision much easier. You know, and, and what was the moment where you thought like, I could actually do this? Like, um, when the one month I paid my bills and I had a little extra to save and splurge, and I said, okay, I'm making just as much as I'm making at my full time job. Essentially, putting in less hours. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and and you know, I still work very hard. I don't want to make it seem like oh, I don't do shit, but, but I can curse. So, but anyways, um. When I did that calculation, I said, wait a minute, I made X amount at the end of the month, working X amount of hours compared to putting in an extra, I believe at the time it was, I was doing like 120 hours at the store, I'm lying, like 100 hours at the store. I'm supposed to work 40 hours a week, but you know, sometimes I leave early, sometimes I stay late. Right. Where this month I did 32 hours and I did the same as 100 hours. So then I proved to myself, okay, on paper it makes sense. Right. So for me, to answer your question, it was seeing it on paper really gave me the confidence to be confident in the decision of leaving. Right. You know? So, you know, you're a DJ now. You have to, you know, the first couple, it's exciting. Yeah. Right? Like, it's yeah. exciting. Like, when yeah. we open a restaurant, it's exciting. The first yeah. month, the two months. But then you realize you got to continue this. So right. how, do you, how do you continue being a DJ? What are you doing? Obviously, a lot of relationship building correct, a lot correct. of you know getting out there and, and introducing yourself to the community like how if somebody's out there right now and they want to they want to be a dj what what are the steps that they can do to get out there to, to get some business yeah yeah 100 percent. so um i think you said it best it was building relationships um i going back to what i mentioned earlier about communication and punctuality that kind of helps me gain the trust of my clients um and just being there you know i tell my clients all the time hey you can call me whenever you want, you know? If they have a question, I respond fairly quickly. Right. So again, answer your question, DJs, if you're out there and you wanna get started and you wanna retain business, um, build with your clients. And I say that because I, after a year in business, I do not have a website. I'm working on it, but 
my business was solely through referrals. Mm -hmm. Thank God, you know, because people referred me, recommended me, suggested me, whatever word you want to put on it. The way I treat my clients is what enables me to continue to grow. So thank you to my clients. <laughs> Just know um, that we've deleted everybody on our list for DJs but you. Because honestly, <laughs> because I know that if I refer you or recommend you, I know the job is going to get done and they're going to love you on top of it. And you're right, going to be super right. professional because, you know, it, like I said, in a small town like this, it's very easy to stand out because a, a lot of people don't have their stuff together. And, and you really do. And, and you're super professional. And, and, I, and I see how you're able to read the room. Um, you, you're, and DJs need to be able to read the room, right? Because yeah. you're playing music and you're giving them highs and lows with yeah. music. And, yeah. and I really find that you are, you're, you're really talented with that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and a lot of that is, is experience. Um, I, I always do itineraries with my clients. So we always, I mean, even last time when I had no voice. <laughs> so I did an event, um, oof, I think it was a Christmas party in December of last year at your steakhouse. And I came up to you guys like, what's the plan? What do you want me to announce? What are we doing? Like, I like, I, I like structure. Right. But what I will say is it never goes as planned. So I became a master of improvisation. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of times I have to be quick on my feet, make a decision. Like you said, read the room. You know, the client might want this time for speeches. I'm like, they're they're enjoying this music. I'm not going to stop right now. Right. <laughs> or vice versa. Like, hey, let's do it now. They're kind of sitting down. Let's do it now. You know, so that's just an example of, of something that, that I've learned throughout the years. It, it's you, you got to improvise. Yeah. And anything really... that you do, you need a plan. Right. So you can go. You, you should go into everything with a plan. But yeah. if you need to make a left or a right while you're on the plan, yeah. like it's OK. Yeah. And, and people get too caught up sometimes on the plan. But then there's also those people that go into Ooh, something with I love no how plan. You said that. I'm so sorry to control. No, go ahead. Original, not originally, but in the past, I was very stuck to that plan, mm -hmm. and I would come home and I'd tell my girlfriend, "Damn, babe, we didn't, we didn't do this. I didn't do that. I, they didn't like it. Or at this time, I was supposed to do this, and I, I forgot. And then, and like you said, it, it's okay. I mean, having the plan is important because yes. it gives you structure. Structure. It gives you initiation. It gives you confidence in knowing that you're going to do something. But um, just like you said, you don't have to be too attached to it. You know what I mean? I think it's important to have a plan, but but it's okay to deviate and, and not not beat yourself up about it like I used to do. <laughs> right, because you could only you go into something with a plan because yeah. you imagine it a certain way. Correct. But then when you get there, it's completely different Correct. every time. Well, the it's... plan is everything going perfect and according to yeah. what's up here. That's when the plan works. Yeah. You know, real life is not really like that. Real life is True. real life, you know? So we, we can make stuff up, but, you know, we also talk about, you know, getting a journal, writing stuff down, manifestation and everything. It's not going to go exactly how you write it down. So you right. might receive those gifts in manifestation differently than you write it down. Yeah. But that's just life. You know, like the plan that you write down, you're going into this party. I'm going to do this, 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 this. We have a plan. But then, you know, everybody likes something completely different yeah. and it goes a totally. And, and I feel like, you know, obviously we're, we're going to be hard on ourselves because we're super professional. Right. 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 right? We're, at the end of the day, we're going to yeah, think yeah. about everything that we forgot to do. I'm my biggest do. critic. Dude. Right. It's the worst. Nobody can tell me right. something worse that I do. You know what I mean? Because I'm already on it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Um, and, and and that's why we're alike a lot. Uh, mm. But I want to switch gears here a little bit. You know, a lot of the times that we're talking, you know what I love about you is that you appreciate food. Oh. You appreciate food, you know. Like I love, yes, to, I do. I love to cook for you. <laughs> I love, I love, I love when I get to cook for you because you love 
real good food. Oh my and God. I love people that love food. So, you know, I've I've watched a couple of your shows. I you know that you, you had a food show where you still do it. Yes, yes, Cocinando with Q. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that you love food. So we like we get along there. We have a lot of similarities there. But, um, you know, I love what you do. Tell me about, a little bit about that, like how you get into food and, and all yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was a very interesting journey. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, do not drink and drive. I'm telling you right now, I'm a big 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 supporter of don't drink and drive if you go out and party just have somebody take you or uber anyways i lost my license for the second time because of a dui and i was on house arrest believe it or not and i had to learn how to cook my mom always cooked to me my whole life i had to learn how to cook i had to learn how to cook so at the time my roommate had a box of um Hello Fresh. Yes. Okay. So the box was, I'm like, yo, what's up? You using it? It was, nah, it's just, you know, I got it as a promo and, you know, you can use it. Oh my God. I put some music on, dude, and I turned into a chef overnight. <laughs> I was cooking. I was in the kitchen. I was just getting creative. And then I came across some other cooking channels on YouTube, and that's all I would consume. I'd go to work, I'd come home and watch people cook. And, um, yeah. I mean, she'll tell you, we, I would cook something different every night. You know That's what I mean? And, and it's delicious. That's it's, a great it's, habit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. It's like, I love cooking. So then I, so because of that incident, I've, I developed uh, not only the appreciation, but the skill of cooking. And yeah, I just started sharing it on Instagram. And, and I saw a lot of my followers, friends, family uh, encouraged me. Mm -hmm. So he gave me the confidence, okay, I'll cook some more. Right. Let me keep cooking. Right. So at first we would, you know, once um, I got off the house arrest, we would go out and eat everywhere. So I started posting food to different places, different places. And I realized, wait a minute, I can just make this myself. So literally we stopped eating for a long time and I was just straight cooking. Mm -hmm. And then that's when the idea came about, like, hey, let me do a show, Cocinando with you. Again, going back to my roots of Nation of Creators where I highlight different talent and, and, and meet different uh, uh forms of expression why don't i interview all these people that i already know mm -hmm. in my eyes these people are amazing they do great things i barely have a time to see them anyways because we're all so busy why not come over let me cook mm -hmm. let's talk some shit why not you know so that that's how that show came about that's and that's awesome. and that's honestly how i developed and, and grew the passion of cooking was was me being in that damn house for 90 days <laughs> a blessing and everything right it's listen so fun, that, yeah you made the yeah. best out of it 100 percent, 100 percent. i don't regret anything and, and i you know cooking a is blessing. a cooking is a form of art it's a form of love it's, yeah it's it's uh it's a great way to relax i, yeah. I think it's stress-free for me you know? i love how you said relax because when something comes out bad it's because i'm not in a good mood if i cook something and i'm not in a good mood it tastes like crap Right. It really is a good strategy. So for me, even if I'm in a bad mood and I cook, by the end of the dish, I'm in a good mood. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Hey. So it relieves the stress for like me. And it, and it gets me out of that mood because cooking for me is the ultimate stress reliever. You know, because I put so much love into it. I have to put love into it yeah. when I'm cooking something. Um, but, you know, there's been times where I've had to throw away everything that I cooked because <laughs> it was... It was horrible. You yes. know, I know every yes. cook has I know yeah. every cook has done that. You know what I mean? And like, I don't want him to. I'm like, don't. Like I'm sure it's listen. good. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I was raised, you better not throw that out. Right. Yeah, I remember my dad beat my ass one time because I flushed the cereal. Well, I didn't flush it. I forgot to flush the cereal when he saw it in the toilet. I don't waste no food. Right. And sometimes I'll make something and because like, babe, you don't have to eat it. Just toss it. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I just, you know, I gotta 
Let me just, maybe if I add some more of this or more of that. Hot sauce is my best friend. So shout out to you. My birthday was amazing, by the way. I did a brunch and then ended it at your steakhouse. You came out with this um, ravioli, I believe it was. It was like a spicy. Fra Diablo? The it, calamari and all the calam- seafood dish? What? Or yeah, what? it was something. It was yeah. just amazing. So spicy. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Hot sauce is like my, if it tastes bad, put some hot sauce on it. <laughs> I, we love hot sauce. Same. I went through a phase with 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 hot peppers and hot sauce. I went to the high the oh. the, the hottest peppers in the world, <laughs> eating them amazing. The Hitler Reno Reaper, yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously, seriously. Yeah, and, and I was eating like ten habaneros at once, like just crazy <laughs> stuff. I got my tolerance so high that I can literally eat yeah. anything hot. He's eating those one chips. Like oh, the pocket. Yeah. Oh, I ate, my God. I ate three of them. <laughs> I ate three of them. Didn't affect me. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. So I, I love hot stuff. I love hot food. I love culture. I love, um, you know, I love trying different kinds of foods. I yeah. love flavor. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I'm in the restaurant business, and, you know, I feel like I, I've had so many different chefs at my restaurants, and, and they've taught me so much stuff. So, like, learning, that's how I, like, you learn by right. watching. On, on, and I learned by watching and, right, and also right. being around different chefs and you just learn so much from where people have been and yeah. they get they can teach you through the food that they cook you yeah you know and and I love that you know? and I love that you mentioned learning from the people because what I've learned from doing the cocinano with you was you could just add one little thing to a recipe or remove one little thing and it's a whole other meal at least in my opinion hundred percent and I, I honestly believe like I mean not that there's no bad food but like you, there's just so much good food out there. There's so much good food. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, and and there's no like original ideas. Everything's stolen. So yeah. all dishes are stolen. Um, I do have a question for you. You know, in your world of DJing, right? So, um, is there not competition, but is there competition? Do like DJs get mad at each other? Um, or is there that animosity? Does that happen around here? I, again, I come from that community-like mindset. I come from that we-can-do-it-together mindset. Um, and in the area, I work with seven other local DJs. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think there's competition. Um, you know, there's plenty of times where if I'm double booked, hey, give one of these guys a call, or I'll call them myself. Hey, I have so-and-so date. Could you do it for me? And other DJs as well in Lehigh Valley. Um, there's a great DJ that um, I work with, and same thing, you know what I mean? He'll, he'll give me gigs, I give him gigs, but it all comes down to how they represent themselves. Right. Um, I love meeting DJs, um, but they, they have to represent well, because again, my clients are my number one, my everything. So if I refer or suggest someone, they, they must represent and, and, and operate at a level that, that I operate as well. You know what I mean? Those expectations have to be exceeded. So. Yeah, uh, to answer your question, no, there's no um, no hate, you know, shout out to Shooty, Jimbo, Suave, you know, up, down, uh, I know I said seven, I forgot the other three, but whatever, son, you know, <laughs> you know, remember it, I didn't come, you know, you didn't come, you know, um, those other guys, Jibs, shout out to Jibs, Frankie Z, I know Jibs. the little guy, those other guys, um, you know, there's just so many great guys out there, um, did but you yeah, ever? Dude, did I you ever have an issue? Did you ever have a bad? Like, did you ever have like technical difficult? Did you ever have a, a time where you yeah. sucked? Where you sucked? Or what didn't yeah, go well? Yeah, I had a time where my mixer, the controller, just stopped working. Yeah. So what I did was I just plugged in my phone, 
on the DJ app from another DJ and played a mix until a friend of mine <laughs> showed up with his controller. And I was like, dude, you might as well just do an hour. You're already here. I'll pay, I'll pay you my half of the set, dude. Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it happens. Uh, but it, it's funny. Going back to being our biggest critics, something that happens quite often that I'm getting more comfortable with is people not dancing. A lot of times I'll do a gig and I'll come home and, you know, tell my girl, like, damn, babe, I just, I lost them in the middle of the party and, and I think I suck and blah, blah, blah. But the client will call me back the next day and say, we want you for my sister's 316. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Right, so yeah. it's like sometimes people just want to relax and listen to music. Yeah. You know, so I, I really work hard on that mental sharpness and that confidence of, I got this, I got this. And okay, they're not dancing, let me try this. Or let me improvise and let's play a game then. Or or, or let's do an activity or um, just just take requests. You know, a lot of my friends don't take, not a lot, but, but most of my friends, they don't like taking requests. And I understand because sometimes I'm DJing and it throws my flow off, especially if I'm on a specific genre and what you want is on this side of, you know, it's something completely different. It does throw me off, but I, sometimes I say, hey, what do you guys want to hear? Right. There's no shame in that, you know? Um, a lot of times I tell my clients, you know, you know my personality, you see my Instagram, you see my style, but I don't know your friends and family. So please help me understand what style do they enjoy. So when I go in with mm -hmm. a better of understanding of, of the demographic that I'm playing for. But um, yeah, dude. Um, oh, okay, okay, sorry. I did suck one time. Okay, so check this out. I was doing a 316, and the mom said clean music, which, of course, at a 316, we want clean music, some of them. And, um, yeah, the kids are ratchet these days. I mean, I, I was, I was, I was ratchet. When I was 16, I was ghetto. You know what I mean? Who isn't a badass at 16? Come on. You know? But anyways, I'm doing the 316, and a gentleman comes up to me and goes, do not play that music. I said, what? He goes, that, no music, not good. I'm like, damn, all right. And I knew that accent because they were from uh, the Caribbean, West Caribbean. I think they were Guyanese or something. Um, or Trinidadian, I'm not sure. And the song was clean. So I changed it. He comes up to me again. Hey, you know, we, we don't like that style of music. He didn't pay me. So I'm like, you're not the client. You know, the, yeah. the mom of the, the girl was who paid me. I don't know. I don't know who this gentleman is. But I want to be respectful of the guests. Of course. So I'm like, yo, what the hell do I play? Anyways, they do a prayer. They were very religious. <laughs> and dude, they did a prayer for me. So after they, you know, because when the, when the Sweet 16, you have for Madeline's like the crowning ceremony, yeah. the shoe changing ceremony, the first, the daddy daughter dance, the mother daughter, you know, or godfather, you know, whatever figure, whatever. And then they all circled around and did a prayer. And the guy's like, we pray for the DJ <laughs> to change this music. And I'm like, yo, what? And dude, it hurt my heart. I just felt so bad. Because I genuinely did So what did you play? I played, I played a lo-fi jazz mix. And he ended up leaving. And then the client apologized. I was like, oh, that's just my brother. He's very religious. I'm sorry. And then for the last hour, the kids actually, you know, because the kids want to dance. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it gets uncomfortable when it's a, a, not enough friends and too much family. Mm. Yeah. You know, kids yeah, kind of yeah. tend to be like, well, my uncle's here. I don't want to shake my ass. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. It's, it's different. <laughs> um, but yeah, that to answer your question, I remember that day feeling like, shit, dude. I was like, oh my God, I suck. What am I going to do? But it was very embarrassing when he said, 
Lord, please, Father, we pray for the DJ. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> pray for me? What the hell? All I did was play Wild Thoughts by Rihanna. Like, oh. that's not even that bad of a song. No, it's not. I like that song. Oh, man. That's wild. So, like... That's tough. Who do you... So, when you're booking these parties, obviously, you talk to the mom. And if you have someone like that coming at you, how do you know who to listen to after you've already discussed it with the client that's Right, playing? right. And, and I'm very... Some, some clients ahead of time will tell me hey listen i know my family they might come up to you ignore them okay. or hey i have you know i did one wedding at chelsea sun in and she she told me she was like, i got a cousin who you know he don't know how to act just you know respectfully just ignore him and he wanted the mic he was drunk and i don't know i like i like funny shit i thought it was funny so i gave him the mic <laughs> he almost jumped in the pool with my 700 dollars microphone well it's it's $700 for two, so whatever. But still, it's $700. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need two microphones. And I was like, yo, 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 yo. Like, and shout out to my boy Fabio. He's a photographer. He was working that gig with me. And he, like, stopped him. And, and you know, I got my mic back. And I was like, damn, I'm listening to my clients going forward. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times I just tell people straight up, no, I can't play that. I'm sorry. Or I'll get to it when I get to that genre or whatever. But, um, yeah, dude, some people... So, crazy. so it's wild sure. to me like before you know your first black friday work in retail right and then your your last day you weren't a dj right you weren't a dj correct you weren't a dj and you've you've formed yourself and, and created this brand around you that you you're a dj now like right. it just boggles my mind it's interesting <laughs> know that there's people out there that are so afraid to do something right and they they put up these walls in their in their mind and and they do they do this to themselves and the only right. thing holding them back is themselves you literally were not a dj one day turned into a dj you have your your own business now yep. you're you're killing the game you know everybody recommends you everybody is uh, beloves you i see you everywhere no matter there's times i look you're you're with me doing a party and then i look on your instagram and you're at another party and then i look at your instagram you're at another party you're just everywhere same day you know like is, is there two of you is there three of you so you know like it just it boggles my mind you know i look at you and i look at yeah. you're very successful someone who you know took the leap you know, had a plan, did it, and and it's just you should be really proud of yourself. Like yeah, it's it's, that, it's amazing, you know. Like you weren't, and now you are, yeah, and yeah. it's awesome, you know. And I, yeah, and, and going back to what you said about putting up that wall, we still fight. I mean, not we, but I still fight that every day. You know, I still fight the damn. How am I going to continue? Damn, how am I going to build? And I have those feelings that I had when I originally started, and it, you know. To, to someone out there who wants to start a business, to someone out there who uh, has a craft and, and, you know, devote time, do it. I met a gentleman today, actually, um, you know, graduated with a degree in uh, cinematography. I'm like, yo, I know people with cameras that they brought on Facebook Marketplace that have a business. But again, it was because they went out they took pictures they put themselves out there as a business they pushed for that so i, I told the young man i said why don't you just do it take pictures of your friends get do some, your like, own experience yeah get your own experience you have a degree you know and, and i'm not saying that uh, you know i, I know we you know so there's nothing wrong with a degree i was just very shocked to find out that dude you you know all the ins and outs you had the opportunity to get involved you had the I wish I could play the student card. Sometimes I lie. I go play. So I'm just a student. If I could just, you know, I played even with the you. you I'm, I wait. I'm, you know, listen. But but I should to say, if 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 you're out there and you're listening, and, and there's a craft that 
you just dabble with and you want to become better at it, just keep going. And if you want to convert that craft into a form of lifestyle or a form of income, just do it. And, 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 and don't be afraid because it is going to be scary. It is going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. But it's going to be so worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, time, I, I, I lived time. the life I wanted. I right. created, you know, the, uh, last year we did whatever we wanted to do. It was amazing. I, again, guys, I have a retail background. Every Saturday and Sunday I worked. And then when I was DJing, I still worked. At one point I was working a full-time job Monday to Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday DJing. I'd have a day off. The whole 2021 I'd have a day off. And 2022, I did whatever I wanted. But I say that to say because that's what I wanted to do. So I'm sharing that to say, yo, do what you want to do. <laughs> right. Every time, you know, people like us talk about school, we, we always do that thing. I'm not saying the degree is bad. I'm not saying the degree because my sister is very successful. But what did she do? She got involved. She participated in activities. She participated with her industry. So coming what did she out, go to school for? Uh, finance. Okay, um, of course you got to go to school for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Numbers. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> but but I, I share, I, I look at her, and, and not only her, there's other people too, but I, her journey to me is so inspiring because she got involved. And, and coming out of it, she wasn't just standing there with a piece of paper. She was working for, like yourself, a Fortune 500 company. Like, she got involved. She, she made the moves to get involved. And when I was working retail, obviously I was doing management, I had a lot of staff members that were just at the school to just be there. Mm. And they weren't getting involved. And I work, I was just at ESU last Friday. And, ne you know, I, I network everywhere I go. And to see, like, yo, these kids are taking advantage. The school's at half capacity. There's barely any kids over there. I'm very grateful to be DJing for them. Because, mm -hmm. you know, there could have been another young guy that, was DJing and potentially got the gig, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But there wasn't. There's not enough go-getters. You gotta get involved. You gotta get out there. You gotta put it out there. So, you know, I know a lot of times, you know, I don't have it all figured out. But what I want to share to those listening that that are doing things, yo, get involved. I get involved in everything. So I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? One night I'm doing a ghetto baby shower in a basement. The next day I'm at a golf resort doing a wedding. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm doing like you have to be everywhere. You have and, to be everywhere. And, and, and the the problem that I see is is that you get out of school, right? People get out of school, they have that piece of paper and they think it's just gonna happen in a snap of a finger. Correct. But you have to be doing it the whole entire time. Like yeah. if you really want to do something, like I had a, a, a young gentleman come into Trackside and he's like, I, I really want to um, can I do some work for Trackside and, and photography or videography? I said, Great, show me your portfolio. Mm. And he had absolutely nothing to show me. I said, If you really want to do this, like you have to do this for free. Yeah, you gotta do this for, for free. A year and a half for you free. gotta document and mm -hmm. do this for free before you do it for money. You can't come in here with no experience and just say that I graduated and I wanna do this for the rest of my like go and, and just do it and then show me what yeah. you filmed for me and then if I like it I'll pay but don't yeah. tell me what you wanna do just do it right and that's the thing we we think that we a lot of these kids they go to school and they think that they're going to get out of school and it's going to be a snap of a finger because they went to school because their teachers told them this right. this and this is going to happen but you have to put in the work you you're not just going to graduate and start as a top photographer correct you know you're not going to just magically turn into that person you have to live like that person to be that person right
before right. you are that person. Right. If that makes sense. No, 100. And, he, you know, shout out to Rarezano. He's a gentleman that went. I remember, dude, I remember uh, when I first started DJing, I would get called, yo, Q, there's a house party on whatever that street was. I mean, it was different before the pandemic, obviously. I'd come and I'd put my DJ mixer on top of a stove, dude, and start mixing in a kitchen in some random kid's house. You know what I mean? Like, I was everywhere. But anyways, I, I brought up Rarezano for a reason because he's a great photographer. He now moved to the South. But when he was at ESU, we did work together. But every time I did a, a show or an event at ESU, he was there. Mm -hmm. He got involved. He was everywhere. So not only was he gaining that knowledge, but he was gaining the field knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Correct. So it's so vital to just get and, and it's even the, for someone that's not as cool, for someone that's not as cool, just get involved. Right. And it's that experience that builds you up. It's the experience yeah. that people want to see to hire you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's that experience. You have to be around also. You always have to show up, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh just because you're gonna do something for free doesn't mean you just you don't show up. It means right. you go and, and you put in the same work as if you were getting paid for it. Because right. you know what? One day you're gonna get paid for it, but you gotta mm -hmm. do it for free or you gotta you just got to show up and you got to do the work. Right. Um, and I know you know all about that because uh, you have to get, we all have to yeah. get our start somewhere. Yeah. And nothing is really free as long as you go into it thinking that like you're going to get something out of Correct. it. Correct. Like it's as simple as like getting, you get a free sample of something. Like before you know it, you're now a customer because you're yeah. going back to go buy the full size or try it more or buy it for someone else. Like you never go into it thinking, oh, I'm doing this for free. You're doing this because you're going to make money and it's going to happen. And that's just it. Yeah. You know, What's I, that Meek Mill yeah, song? What's, uh, it's what's free oh yeah what's free yeah, yeah. nothing's free <laughs> you know free. nothing's free you think it's free yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and, and when something's someone's giving something out for free always see? think of uh i thought it was meek mill well there's jay-z's on it i think right I don't know. But nothing's free. Nothing's you know? free. Nothing's free. But if you go into thinking, oh, I'm doing this for free, of course you're oh, not going to Oh, but it's free. Free is when you're trying to... Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yes, there's a copy saying... Who is it? I thought it was Biggie that said, what's free? free Hold on, it's on my phone. I'm going to stop this video because I got to find it now. I got to find nothing's it. Nothing's free, though. But, but nothing's free. You always have to look at what... If something is yeah. free of what, the, what, what yeah. they're getting out of and, it. And I'm, something I want to share quick for the listeners is in the past I've been presented with opportunities it's Meek with, Mill okay yeah yeah but that's a oh, sample that's, from it Biggie is. it is yeah yeah you would know yeah, right. <laughs> why am I fighting you you would know before me yeah yeah it was free <laughs> so but what I wanted to share was in the past I've been presented with opportunities to do things for free and I've gone in with a positive mindset and like we previously spoke with a plan, with a strategy, right? I'm here to meet so-and-so. Mm -hmm. I'm here to present uh, such and such. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to, whatever, whatever the intention is, I always go into it positive. I've, and, and it's been great. I've also done things for free that I go in with a negative mindset. Mm. And then I really shoot myself in the foot. Because right. <laughs> for some reason I'm more tired. Right, you shouldn't have done <laughs> the, it. The gig was longer. <laughs> Damn, it's really been three hours. What the heck? <laughs> or, or sorry, it's only been an hour. I'm supposed to be here for three, you know? Right. But but again, the mindset, like you said, no, nothing is free. And, and it's okay to, to put yourself out there, but, but have a plan. Um, because yeah, you just never know who you're going to meet. Right. You never, never know who you're going to meet. Never know who you're going to meet. Who's there, who's going to talk about you to somebody else. Never like, there's know. just so much networking on so many different levels. It might yeah. not be the person there, but they may tell about it or they might film it or yeah. there's just so many different avenues. Yeah. 
So what's next for you? 2023 right now. What What's next for you? You, I know you have goals. I want to be voted the best DJ in the Poconos 2023. I just want that accolade. How do you get there? On website. Yeah. So um, I was I just got involved with the Pocono Chamber of Commerce. So mm -hmm. I was with them this morning. A really good group of people. Um, and um, so last year I had 80 gigs. Mm. Um, 17 of those were weddings. Mm. This year, it's only January, and I have 39 gigs. Mm. So in one, That's awesome. in one month, I have half of what I had beautiful. of 12 months. Yes. Out of those uh, 39, 22 are weddings. Wow. So I, I, the goal is to be known as the wedding Pocono DJ, you know? Um, I really want to grow with the area. There's a lot of great resorts there's a lot of great wedding venues in the area um so i, ju I just want to familiarize myself and, and be known for those uh, uh type of events if that makes sense i'm still going to be in the streets <laughs> um every month i do a brunch at, at several different restaurants and venues across the community um but yeah dude the goal is to be known as as the best dj in the poconos i just i just want that accolade you know what I mean? just give me that for 2023 you know what I mean? well you just manifested it here you just yeah. put it in the universe yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so now it's gonna happen for you it's gonna happen for you so, you heard it here first so i'm working hard on it um like you said i'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm 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 not saying no to anything you know sometimes it's a bad thing <laughs> but again that's why i have other djs thank god <laughs> um but but yeah dude um i'm working with um social vibes event space and um just learning a lot of what it's like to run my own space you know eventually i would love to have my own wedding venue um so yeah dude uh, that's the goal you know one that's step at a time yeah 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 one step at a time that's awesome um and i think you'll you'll get there i know you Appreciate will you, man. you know um i think you have a lot to do I think you know um, you're you're on this journey of the hustle for for as a DJ, but I, I feel like you know your your bigger goal and your your the vision that you have is, is going to be bigger than that because you're a huge personality. Appreciate um, it. You're super professional. You're a hustler. I mean, your van is built for your DJ equipment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's how I know. You I want to I mean? get a rap this year. If you see a white creepy van and then a bearded man hop out of it. <laughs> It's me. It's legit. Yeah, I do like school events, and sometimes I'll pull up to like the school, and they're all like, "What's this van?" You know, because I want to park as close to the door as possible. I don't want right. to carry all this. Right. <laughs> so maybe uh, DJ from Exclusive Audio can hook you up. Um, yes, I gotta reach out to him. Best. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I can get a nice rap, yeah, that's definitely the goal, man. What would you do? Your face on it? Yeah, yeah, definitely the I logo. Would too. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. To. you got that face on it. You know what I mean? You got that face. It'll be my logo, contact info, and just um, I just haven't. I don't know the color, dude. I want something that's gonna pop, but then I also like want to just go to Walmart sometimes. You know, so it's like, <laughs> does that make sense? I don't. Wanna... <laughs> so how do people get in contact with you? Um, so Instagram has been my best friend. Um, I'm on Instagram at DJQ. That's Q U E U E. Um, DJ Q U E U E, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. You'll see my work. You'll see um, my cooking. <laughs> uh, you'll also see me eating. But um, you, you'll see me having a good time with a lot of my clients, and, and just my style and personality really shines on there. So mm -hmm. I, I, you know, uh, suggest you all do that. Check me out, DJ Q, and uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, we can work together one day. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, what's What's your favorite music? What do you like to listen Ooh. to? 
I don't have a favorite anything. All right, here we go. So I told you when I'm showering, I like comedy. If I'm driving, I like podcasts. If I'm working out, I like reggaeton. If I'm boxing, I like hip-hop. If I'm lifting weights, I like dembo. If I'm drinking, I like bachata. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. I don't really listen to dance, like EDM. I don't really listen to EDM on my own. I mean, I I, I listen to it when I'm working on sets. Mm -hmm. Like I'm DJing at home or just working on building a, a library or if I'm DJing. But me per personally, personally, like I said, that's it. If I'm drinking, I like my bachata, um, dembo, reggaeton, and, and hip hop. Do DJs practice? Do you practice at home? Yeah, yeah. I got to do more practicing, to be honest. Um, I, not more practicing, more organization, to be honest. Um, uh, that's the biggest thing for me. I literally, um, 26, I have eight years of music on my hard drive. Mm. And, um, yeah, I just have to organize my, <laughs> because sometimes I'll be DJing and I'll hit a, what's called a crate. A, a crate is essentially like a playlist. Mm -hmm. So, uh, back in the day when DJs had records, they would carry a crate with the right. vinyl records in right. it. So that, that's where the term comes from. So I'd be going through my crates and I'm like, oh, I forgot about this type of music. Oh, I forgot sure. about this. And, and then I just come, I, and then now the party, now we listening to this, you know, whether it's old school R&B or old school hip hop, old school to get the home, merengue, whatever. Um, but yeah, DJs definitely do practice. You know what I mean? There's always new music. There's always new sounds. Um, there's always ways to mix the new with the old. Mm -hmm. um, and that's basically, uh, yeah. So what DJs do you look up to or do you get um, inspiration from? Yeah, yeah. So I get huge, huge inspiration from my peers. Like I said, DJ Suave, DJ Uptown, um, uh, DJ Jimbo, uh, uh, I said Suave already, uh, DJ Shooty, Frankie Z, all, all the guys. Um, and then uh, my boy DJ Lynx, he's out of Lehigh. And um, I just love his Instagram. DJ Lynx. I mean, this guy is like... DJing in the city hall for Philadelphia. I mean, just doing these grand events, and it just looks so amazing. Like just the architect. I, I love DJ Lakes. I look up to DJ Lakes all the time. Um, D, uh, Jason Jana, he's out of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Jason Jana, um, and this other guy, uh, Jeff Jeff Scold. I actually met them in Atlantic City. Hmm. There was a DJ. Uh, I remember seeing it on your. Yeah, yeah, and I was wild. I had a cowboy hat on. It was because they didn't. I got invited through a friend. And I didn't know it was a DJ expo. <laughs> and dude, it was a club full of like top heavy hitters in Northeast New Jersey. Wow. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. So I met a lot of great people. Um, but yeah, I, I mentioned the names that I mentioned because they're in the field that I want to be in, right? And what is that? It's private event, you know? It, mm. It's event management, event coordination. Um, as a DJ, I don't, I don't, I do more than just play. You understand? I have to um, control a crowd. I have to, um, again, going back to the plan, uh, put on, put on, uh, put on a whole show, dude. Essentially, you know, and, and that's why I'm so happy I had that MC experience prior, um, because I'm able to control a crowd. Okay, now we're doing this, and then we're gonna do that, and and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and you have to be tech savvy, dude. I have to research and take care of my equipment. I'm always constantly buying new things. I'm the market right now for new lights um it's a lot it's a lot you That's know awesome. but well I, yeah. I i look up to you and i appreciate you and i i hope we get to work you, a lot more 
um, together on a lot of different things. If, if you could leave uh, the audience with one line um, of inspiration, what, what do you want to leave them with? Consistency. And brush your teeth at night. Solid. What's better than that? Um, so uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I, I feel like the the time flew by. Yeah, um, thank you so fun. much for coming on. Uh, I think it was great. Me, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Genesis Radio. Thank you, Terry, for Thanks, producing Terry. the show. Uh, thank you, DJQ. I am Mike. I'm Diane. And this has been the Hustle Show. Thank you. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs>